0: say that wisdom is as sweet as honey. (laughs) Problem is, though, that honey is simple. Wisdom, well, it's complicated. We'd all love to be wise, but, well, you know. Hi, I'm Bertie Diamond. Welcome again to the program as we finish up this week by taking a look at sweet, sweet wisdom from a different perspective. And do stick with me because shortly I'll be telling you about my latest life application booklet. It's called How to Enter God's Rest. And I'd love to send you a free copy to help you do just that. Live out each day in the peace and the rest of God, whatever life happens to be throwing at you. But today is the very last day that it'll be available, so don't miss out. Well, here we are again, another week older, because it's the end of another week. The last couple of weeks on the program, we've been working our way through this proverb, an old Yiddish proverb, which goes like this. Every generation has to learn for itself, the stove is hot. In other words, growing up from being a little kid to being a teenager to being an adult to being hmm, elderly or chronologically endowed, we're always growing, aren't we? We're always learning, and people come along with good advice, but sometimes we just have to experience it. It's not just knowledge we're talking about. We can know stuff, but not know what to do with it. Wisdom is something in the head and the heart. Wisdom weighs right and wrong, compassion and judgment, being and achieving. And as wisdom grows in our lives, it produces a sweet, sweet fruit. King Solomon in the book of Proverbs was giving some advice as an older, wiser man to some young men And so we've been tuning in to what Solomon's been saying to these young men and thinking, well, I wonder wonder if there's any wisdom there for us. I wonder whether God has some wisdom to bring into our lives today. Sometimes it's there for the taking, but sometimes we just don't take it. Since we've been talking about wisdom these last couple of weeks, in all sorts of different situations. I thought it would be a great place to finish off. So we're going to listen to Solomon again in Proverbs chapter 24, verses 13 and 14. And this is what he writes. He says, My child, eat honey, for it is good, and the drippings of honeycomb are sweet to your taste. Know that wisdom is like that to your soul. If you find it, you'll find a future, and your hope will not be cut off. It's a beautiful picture, isn't it? It's it's like we all know what honey's like. Honey is just gorgeous, good honey. It's so smooth and it's so sweet and it just rolls down the side of your throat. It's fabulous. I love honey. And Solomon is saying to these young men, look, wisdom is like honey for your soul. You know what eating honey is good for you? We know that. We eat sugar and all sorts of stuff in cakes and sweets. They're not so good for us. But honey, honey is sweet and it's really healthy. And so Solomon is saying, you know that stuff that drips out of the honeycomb? It's good for you and it's sweet and wisdom is like that. That's all wisdom does to your soul. You find wisdom and you find a future and hope and it will be a great life. It's a beautiful picture of honey and wisdom. The problem is honey is a really simple thing. You know, it comes out of a jar, you put it on your toast, it tastes great. Wisdom, on the other hand, well, wisdom can, can involve a lot of labor. There's a lot of pain goes into learning wisdom, isn't there? We learn that through experiences in life, and and sometimes we have to fall flat on our faces time and time and time again until we finally grow in wisdom. A good friend of mine, Max, who works with me here in the studio, he produces our program. Max loves keeping bees. He has about four hives, and every now and then, we wander down in his backyard and we have a look at his hives. They say that bees go and collect nectar and pollen and and bring it back to the hive. They turn it into honey, into food. Now, I don't know exactly how they do that, but they do, and they fill the hive with honey. But the hive is an amazing place. They have a strata plan for the hive. Down the bottom of the hive, is where they come and drop the pollen and the dirt and they clean their feet. It's like the doormat. And then they work their way up and there are different chambers in the hive. There's the chamber where the queen lives and where they lay the eggs. There's the chamber where they store the honey. And the higher up they go in the hive. And I said to Max one day, what happens if the hive fills up? He said, oh, it's simple. What happens is the queen leaves. She takes half the hive with her, but not just half the hive, half of the old bees, half of the young bees, half of the teenage bees, half of the bees by function. Exactly demographically by half, they leave with her, and once she leaves, the other bees go, hmm, the queen's left. We've got to create some new queen bees. So they go and they pick a few eggs that were laid by the last queen, and they feed them royal jelly to create new queen bees. And the first queen bee that pops up out of that goes and kills all the other ones so that they won't come out, and there's only one queen bee. Now I can't imagine how these these busy little bees manage to figure all that out except for the fact that God is an amazing God and we look at honey and we say, well, it's so simple it just comes out of a jar. (laughs) No, it's not. It comes out of one of the most complex social animal interactions that we can ever begin to imagine in a beehive. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of industry. There's a lot of organisation that goes into honey and yet it produces the most amazing output, doesn't it? I mean, honey is just fabulous. Sweet, pure, healthy, it never goes stale. Hmm, my child, eat honey for it is good. Sounds like a honey eh, doesn't it? My child, eat honey for it is good, and the drippings of the honeycomb is sweet to your taste. But know this, that wisdom is like that for your soul. If you find it, you'll find a future, and your hope will not be cut off. This honey, beautiful, simple, smooth, sweet, which is so good for us, is the picture of wisdom that flows from God into our hearts. And just the way we sit here sometimes at breakfast and we have honey on our toast and we really, really enjoy the fruit of all the work those bees have done, that's the picture of wisdom, you know, as wisdom grows through all of our experiences. Okay, we will make mistakes along the way, but eventually something breaks through in our hearts and God teaches us a bit of wisdom and we're different people and that wisdom has a maturity it and a gentleness and a kindness to it. It has a value that's as sweet as the honey that those bees produce and it's the honey that flows through our lives and it's the honey that other people experience as it overflows from us into their lives. Honey is actually quite a complex thing and so is wisdom. But you know, at the end it's so beautiful and so sweet and so simple. We'll find a future, we'll have a hope, it's wonderful. Now, maybe you're thinking, Bernie, that's really good, but sometimes we know that we lack wisdom. Sometimes we have patterns of behavior that we know they're wrong, but we don't know how to break out of them. We don't know how to to change what we do. In the New Testament, in the first chapter of the book of James, it actually says, look, this is what life is like. You're going along through life, and you're going to go through some trials and some tests, and that's going to build your faith, your faith in God. And that's going to build your endurance, and that's going to build your maturity. And you know something? As you become more mature, you'll be complete, you'll be lacking in nothing. And then, as if he knows what our protest is going to be, he knows someone is going to say, well, yeah, that's great, James, but you know I don't feel very wise. He says this, so if any of you is lacking in wisdom, ask God, who gives generously to all and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to you. Just ask in faith and never doubt. And that wonderful cycle of trials and faith and endurance and maturity, James is saying, look, don't go and get wisdom for yourself. Go and ask God. If you're lacking in wisdom, if you're going through some tough stuff and you need wisdom, just go to God and ask him, and he will give it to you generously. He gives it to everybody generously and ungrudgingly. And when he does, my child, it is like honey to you. It is good. The drippings of the honeycomb are so sweet to your taste, and wisdom is like that for your soul, if you find it in God, you find a future and a hope and you'll live a most abundant life, the life that Jesus came to give to you and me. Every generation has to learn for itself the stove is hot, but God is there to give us wisdom right when we need it. With all that's been going on these last few years, man, there are some tired, some exhausted people in this world. God knows that. And with all my heart, I believe he wants to help you through it all. Which is why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet, How to Enter God's Rest. There are questions at the end of each chapter to help you kind of chew things over and then really apply God's word right into the realities of your life. Come on, God's word is alive and active. Amen? So I'm praying that through this booklet, he'll help you live out each day in his peace and his rest, whatever life may throw at you. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that it'll be available, so don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or one 722 415 Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time on Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.